Okay. This week's reading is from Rays of the One Light, and this is week four, and this is uh, entitled The Infinite Christ. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. The Gospel of St. John contains some of the most profound spiritual teachings in the Bible. In the first chapter, many subtle truths are suggested concerning higher stages of self-realization. Here, John the Baptist is described as one reaching up toward that high state. Quote, He was not that light, the gospel tells us, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Jesus Christ, by contrast, is described as the light itself. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. One essential truth stands out in this teaching, that Jesus came not to dogmatize people with a new teaching, but to bring them timeless, universal truths. Disciples saw the Master clothed in human form and therefore judged him in terms of his greatness relative to the greatness of other teachers. Wisdom, however, sees the Master's very greatness in terms of a cosmic unity. There is a passage in The Path by Swami Kriyananda in which this point is emphasized. The master, Paramhansa Yogananda, explained, The saint who attains that exalted consciousness never says, I am God, for he sees it was the vast ocean that became his little wave of ego. The wave, in other words, would claim when referring to the little self to be the ocean. At this juncture, Davy, who was present, cried excitedly, But sir, if you are one with that ocean, that means you are God. Why I, Master asked, say he, he is God. But still, sir, you are one with him, and he is the only reality. That means you too are God. But this body isn't God. You aren't identified with your body, sir, so one may still say that you are God. Well, in that case, why do you say you? You too are that. In a discussion of this sort, it is less confusing if we say he. But what's the difference? The scriptures say, Master began, It's only your humility, sir, Davy broke in, that makes you distinguish between yourself and him. How can there be humility when there is no consciousness of ego? Triumphantly, Davy cried. But if you have no ego left, 
That means you are God. (laughs) Master laughingly continued the earlier statement which Davy had interrupted. The scriptures say, he who knows Brahma becomes Brahma. There, cried Davy, (laughs) you said it yourself. Master rejoined, still laughingly, I didn't say it, it's the scriptures that say so. Master, in other words, would not identify with those words, with the human body speaking them. It was in this overarching spirit that he saw himself one with the infinite. But Davy was unable to make this mental leap from a pure expression of infinity to infinity itself. You quoted those scriptures, sir, he reminded Master relentlessly. That means you agree with them. (laughs) Recognizing that the distinction was perhaps too subtle for many to grasp, Master concluded, well, he who says he is God isn't God. And, he added with a smile, he who says he isn't, isn't. And there the subject rested amid general laughter. The greater a spiritual teaching, the more greatly we betray it by particularizing it with dogmas. Truth itself, not the Christian truth or the Hindu truth, incarnates on earth with the birth of a fully liberated master. As the Bhagavad Gita teaches in the fourth chapter, unborn, changeless, Lord of creation, and controller of my cosmic nature, though I am, yet entering nature, I am dressed in the cosmic garment of my own Maya, delusion. In parentheses, O Bharata, Whenever virtue declines and vice predominates, I incarnate on earth. Taking visible form, I come to destroy evil and reestablish virtue. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. like to read a passage from Whispers from Eternity that Paramahansa Yogananda wrote. Prayer demand to the holy vibration of omnipresence. O holy vibration, boom on the shores of my consciousness. Break the limiting boundary of my body consciousness. Reverberate through my body, mind, and soul, through my surroundings, through all the cities and lands of this earth through all the planets, throughout the universe, and every atom particle of creation. Unite my consciousness with thy cosmic consciousness. I want to first clarify that the Devi in this story is not Hashi's husband. 
I want to clear the good name of my beloved friend, uh, who's now in the astral world with Swamiji and the others. Uh, anyway, it was a different Devi Mukherjee. Um, and not a bad one at all, but a disciple, like ourselves, discussing with the Master the subtleties of cosmic consciousness. And I think we all tend to be the disciple in this discussion with the Master. We try to particularize the vast, infinite Christ consciousness because we simply can't get around it. We just can't understand it. It's just too big. It's not too big, really. It's just a little bit bigger than we've gotten to. The discussion was not between someone arguing with Yogananda that there is no God or that matter is the ultimate reality. It wasn't that discussion. It was the particularization of this infinite Christ and whether Master could explain to him more clearly that distinction. I want to reread just a phrase from St. John. In the reading that Maria did. Oh. Huh. It's back here. This is from St. John. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Now, you are human. Did you come into this world? <laughs> then the light must be animating you, doesn't it? Isn't the infinite Christ animating everything? That's what Master was trying to say. Everything in this world is animated by the light of Christ consciousness. Not only the sunlight and the video camera, but also the food and the people and all of our efforts and all of our attempts to understand are animated by wisdom. What is this life flowing through our veins? How did we, how do we exist? It's the divine consciousness. And spiritually, if we can just turn our attention, attention inward on this process, we will attain this depersonalized state that Master was suggesting and Davy was rejecting. That the divine consciousness is flowing through us. We're not a man or a woman. We're not brilliant or unintelligent. We're not strong or weak. We're not the body. We're not the resume. We're not all the things that we think we've done. In reality, the Christ consciousness, the infinite Christ, is doing everything, understanding everything, loving everything through us. And if we can get our ego and our attachment to the little point of self out of the way, then the flow of that grace becomes easier. This is the state of the Master. The Master has attained that oneness. But they don't personalize it and say, I am God. They say, no, God is flowing through me. God is throwing, flowing through you. God is throw, flowing through everyone. This is the state from which Christ, and Babashi, Krishna, the Buddha, Lao Tzu, all the masters through time, see the universe. They see it as an expression of the infinite light. That's our mission here on earth, is to wake up to that state. And we try to do that. On some level, 
we're here today in satsang because we've come to the point where we're open to that. We're not affirming that materialism is the reality. There is no spirit. There is no God. Love is not the universal force of the universe. We've gone past that. We've moved towards, bit by bit, the realization that spirit is reality, that love between all people is not only possible, but it's existing. And this is the state of the truth seeker. We're moving in a direction. We're moving towards self-realization. We're moving towards the infinite Christ. Maybe we don't have the infinite Christ totally in our sights, but we're moving there bit by bit. Master said the spiritual path is difficult at first and then effortlessly liberating. Bit by bit, it becomes easier for us to feel and see the infinite Christ coming through everything. We realize that the intelligence by which we uh, wow everyone is coming from God, that our stunning good looks are from the Divine Mother, not from ourselves, that our abilities, whether great or small, are still just expressions of the Divine. What is this consciousness flowing through my brain? What is this energy flowing through my will? What is this? The answer is it, it is divine. You are divine. Each of us is divine. Every human being is divine. When Christ was crucified, what did he say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. He's looking at this whole drama and saying, oh, this is really bad behavior. It would be better if they were being nicer. But it's un I'm unaffected by it. I'm the infinite Christ. They will come around. They will wake up. They will go through a process of awakening. So the infinite Christ remains the reality. Each of us is animated by the light of God. It will help us as disciples if we can practice that more and more on the day-to-day -day event. Of course, when we meditate, we stop the uh, attachment to the body, to action, where motion ceases, God begins. We still the body, we relax. We relax the mind. And we concentrate on some aspect of the infinite. That's a definition of meditation. So we concentrate on some aspect. In, in the Kriya Yoga path, the path of Ananda, we have four techniques. Energization, Hongsa, Om, Kriya. But each of these is an attunement with the universal flow of energy. Hongsa. I am spirit, not I am under a deadline at work. Twelve hours from now, I need a flawless report. You, you drop that for a little bit, because that will flow through you more easily if you don't try to put a limit around it. The infinite does not like limit. <laughs> infinite likes infinite, finite likes finite. We have to be, if we want to be infinite, we have to let go of those limits and attachments and practice it. So in meditation, practice Hong Saw. And for that period of time, just watch the breath flow and be spirit. Don't be a body. Don't be an age. Don't be a race. Don't be a job. Don't be an economic problem waiting to happen. <laughs> don't be any of that. Be the infinite Christ. And then, when you leave meditation, come back, re-engage, but try, if you can, in any way you can, to let the infinite keep flowing through you. This is the 
purpose of Ananda cooperative communities around the world is let's have schools and let's have uh, kitchens and let's have businesses and let's let God do it. Let's publish books and let's sing songs. Let's write music, but let's God do it through us. Let's not get the ego attached. Let's not limit the flow of the divine. Because if we can do it in that way, we're free. We'll come closer to the Christ consciousness. Life will be much more enjoyable. I absolutely guarantee it. Kriyananda would say, even at the end of his life, when he had written whatever it was, 160 books, 400 pieces of music, whatever, he said, I've never written anything. Everything just came through me. It just came from the divine. And he channeled it to the divine and wrote down the words and edited the words and then it was there. There was an increasingly sense of freedom because there was nothing left. He didn't have any attachment to it. He realized it was all the infinite Christ. A lifelong of practice is going to give you a life-freeing results. Practice that. Feel that you're the light. It's a very good meditation to feel yourself not as yourself. <laughs> not as you. Try to push away your beliefs, even your firmly held beliefs, your strong Republican beliefs. Let them go. <laughs> your strong anti-gun law beliefs. Let them go. Let everything go. And feel that the universe is the Christ consciousness flowing through the filter of human ego, of the sattvic nature, the tamasic nature, and the rajas nature. Feel that it's all just a play, just from a point of distance. Feel it all going. Feel your friends in that way. See your friends as just expressions of God. Some of them might have a small personality flaw, and some of them might not, and some of them might be your, playing the part of your angry boss. And that's okay. That's just the part they're playing. But it's not who they are. They're the Christ consciousness. And if you feel it behind them, then you start to see it more and more. This is the state of the masters. As Paramahansa Yogananda went through the world, what did he see? Beings of light. Silver light and golden light. Came out of an all-day meditation once. He said, you have no idea how beautiful you are. I say the same thing. You have no idea how beautiful you are. You have to practice being beautiful and understanding that the beauty is the beauty of the Christ consciousness. It's not your beauty. It's the beauty of God flowing through you. It's the consciousness. What is this consciousness flowing through your brain? What is this love flowing through your heart? What is the reality of this movie? The reality is that God is playing all the parts. That we're waves of a vast ocean of spirit. That's the reality. And the more you practice that day to day, the more you practice that at work. You do your work. You haven't done anything. God's done something through you. Don't tell your boss this. <laughs> I didn't do anything all day. <laughs> I worked very hard, sir. <laughs> but that's part of the movie too. If you're the boss or you're the worker, you're trying to accomplish something for master. Or if you work in the world, you don't work for Ananda, you're trying to um, accomplish something for your company. And think of the positive things that are occurring. No matter what you're doing, there's some good that comes out of it. There's an insurance claim, there's a legal process, there's a school to teach, there's a playground, to, there's a building to build, there's, a, there's something that's improving the world. Just feel it in that way. 
more and more impersonally, but with that consciousness of God. Keep the dialogue going with God. Ask God, why are you doing this? What are you doing over here? <laughs> There's a the all-day meditation master came out of 19, I think it was 43. The world was very busy with war in 1943. Master said, Christ and Babaji are very disappointed with the, the behavior of these armies and these people fighting these wars. So they're not happy with it. It was horrible. It's a horrible time. The behavior was terrible. But amongst that, there was great bravery, and there was many people making sacrifices to try and end the war. So it's all a question of what do we, we want to see. The, this quote from John, He was in the world, the light of Christ, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Well, sadly, or truly, the world doesn't know him very much. They're not interested in God. What do we, what do we see in the world? An interest in the beautiful uh, spiritual truths and the great teachers? No. The world news is about shootings, murders, and terrible crimes. That's what the world wants to think about. And so, what do they see? They see wars and terrible crimes. What does the disciple want to see? God. What does the disciple see? God. If you focus on God, you see God. Master saw God. He saw light. Because that's what his consciousness was. The infinite Christ. That's all he thought about. That's all he served for. That's what Kriyananda was about. It was about starting Ananda. What? For him? No. He didn't need Ananda. He needed the disciples seeking truth to have a place to find God. That's what he wanted. That's what he got. <laughs> so it's our efforts to attune to the Christ consciousness that allows the Christ consciousness to flow through us. If we want to raise funds to, for the work, we don't just sit by the phone and wait for someone to make a big donation. It's not going to work. We phone people and say, would you like to support Master's work? No. Okay. <laughs> Next person. <laughs> we write him a letter. We make a movie. We make a video. We sing a song. We go out and have traveling teachers. We do all this stuff. Why? So that if God wants to help us, he can help us. We have a vehicle. We have an avenue. Feel that God is doing it all. Feel that nothing is yours. And this is what we, we said at the purification this morning, but give everything back to God at the end of the day. It's, all, it's not yours. It doesn't matter. It's all God. We're all going back to spirit. One of these days, your body's going to quit. You're going to go join Swami. The rest of them. <laughs> Great. You know, I'm sure Dr. Peter's work is still very valid. He has to keep us all going. But what is, how does Dr. Peter see it? Maybe I can get the flow of energy going. Maybe I can help this person. Maybe I can bring in this specialist. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. But the question is always, how can the infinite Christ flow through this situation? How can it animate it? That's what we have to do. Every day, try to meditate. Try to feel that. Try to ma let, feel Master's consciousness. And you get to the point, you'll be like Swami, in that you haven't done anything. The music the business you started, the lawsuit you won, whatever it was, it's all God. It's all God doing it from start to finish. It's the infinite Christ. And that's the way it really is. And with that realization, you realize, I am all. All pervading, I am all. No limits. All through, in Master's Consciousness, booming through the cities and the planets. Visualize the whole planet and all the, the solar systems. There's many guided meditations 
in both Metaphysical Meditation, Whispers from Eternity, and many of Swami's books, in which expansion of consciousness, visualize yourself in the whole world, the infinite Christ, without limit, filling the hearts of all men, flowing through us. See all the processes around you, business, plants, even when we go to lunch, we're going to take some food in. Some amazing process will happen by which some starches and some active something or other is going to break that down into energy. And because you had your lunch, you're going to be able to go out and play golf or whatever it is you're going to do this afternoon. <laughs> but you're going to have the energy. But could any of us, as chemistry students, take those pieces of fruit and make them into energy? I couldn't. Maybe you're better at chemistry than I am, but there's no way. But it all goes on totally without our knowledge. With whose knowledge? Christ's knowledge. Infinite Christ consciousness. It is running everything. We're moving. We can understand each other. When the singers sing, how do we appreciate that that vibration is harmonious through the Christ consciousness intelligence within us? It takes that Christ intelligence to understand, to communicate, to love, to receive, to give. It's all Christ consciousness. It's infinite. It's everywhere. It's omnipresent. And it's within you. And you are that. A wave of it, yes. But in reality, you are only that. Part of the Naya Swami vow is, I no longer exist as a separate entity. I'm nothing. I'm just a part of infinite love flowing through this form as best as we can. Let it flow. God bless you all.